Hi, welcome to the Gateway Gamers Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm RP. And this is a podcast where a veteran like me introduces the world of gaming to a noob. Like me. Hey, bud. Welcome. Hey. Hey. Uh, How are you? I'm doing well. It's our season two finale. I can't believe we made it two seasons. We made it longer than Freaks and Geeks did. Yeah. Great show. Great show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary in April, we're almost up to our, I think, 200th post on Instagram. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, so it's... Okay, congrats to you. That's, that's you doing that grind. I don't do any of those Hi, postings. Baby. Yeah, yeah. So now we're five away, five away. <laughs> How about that? So by the time this episode drops, we, we might be there, or maybe this post will be the 200th. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've been slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, life. You that know. grind of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Anything? No, nothing's new. Started a new job. Was pretty exciting. Mm. Um, So I'm in the infancy stages of that. Yeah, all good. How about you? (laughs) Nothing much. Um, Had a game day recently with our friend Preston. I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing. We played a Funkoverse, so that got pulled out again, which we love that game. So that was fun to kind of pull out again. Uh, We played unmatched which i haven't introduced to you yet yeah not yet it was a great game uh we played spirits of the wild which we covered recently and yeah and we'll share our thoughts again on soon yeah another great game uh we got like a whole game day in i forget we played a good amount of games though it was it yeah was you're nice. sending me your pictures i was jealous yeah it was nice um, to just play and not worry about recording and <laughs> yeah. i actually do have some news Okay. Um, I've got my hands on the newest Villainous, and I have played it. That's right. Um, take a shot. I mentioned Villainous. Um, it's, I only played one round so far. It was a little bit of a busier weekend. Um, yeah. The box is cool for Syndrome. The, the cover, when it's lined up, you know, like I have them on a bookshelf. Um, it's not as cool because it's, it's black, and it kind of matches the last one was like a darker black so if you're looking at them but the that's what the sleeve right because yes. target they have those weird sleeves which are nice yeah. but they is it the same color when you take the sleeve off no when you take the sleeve off it's a nice like burnt orange i would say um and okay. the, the box design is really really cool i do like it um and the pieces are are great and the cards are cool too um yeah the pixar art for the incredibles and toy story doesn't l- look original but i could be wrong i also haven't spent too too much time with it um you know lotso was i did play as lotso from toy story 3 and he was tough to play as a solo game um because he had a lot of conditions that okay. you were what you need to do so I, I am looking forward to getting that out and playing with you and doing a mini episode on it in the, the future um yeah i'm and, pumped for that one yeah and i, I got another game that comes around either yeah. the marvel or disney i'm i'm there yeah, I have to check the the pamphlet. Maybe they tease what the next one is. Yeah, the shadow on the back. That's usually what they do. I do have to check that. So maybe when we're done here. Um, that'll be, be my 200th post. Yeah, maybe. Hey, Prospero uh, Hall, check this out. <laughs> and then I did get another game as well. I bought two games okay. um, that we'll get to over the summer. Yeah, I think we're going to we're gonna hint that at the end of this episode. We have something big planned for mm-hmm. season three, quote unquote, as we call season three um so stay tuned for the end of the episode we're definitely gonna talk about what's upcoming and uh we're both pretty excited for it it's gonna be um yeah i just got goosebumps 
What was that? I got goosebumps. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so, uh, if you looked at the title, we are doing our top ten of season two. So, the last ten games or so that we kind of played, we're gonna just re-talk about and rank them, and that's kind of it. Just a nice little catch-up filler episode. It was funny because we were talking earlier, and we went back to like October was the beginning of season two, and it's. I looked at the list, and I was like, man, we played these games what felt like forever ago. Yeah, this is kind of nice to rehash and revisit them a bit. Yeah, I mean, but if you look at it too, it's about the same time span that we did the first season because we went to April to yeah, no, yeah, it was like five months or so. Yeah, it's a it's a slow burn, but it's just like Mm -hmm. any good season of TV. You enjoy every episode that comes out, and you look forward to the next. And I hope that we're doing that for you as well. All right, so I'm going to give a rundown of the ten games, uh, the designers, and then who published them, and that way. Everyone has an idea of the games we're going to be talking about. These are not in the order yet. Mm-hmm. These are just the games that I have listed. Uh, so we have the Golden Ticket game, designed by AC and Antienza and published by Buffalo Games. We have Horrified Universal Monsters by Prospero Hall and published by Ravensburger. We have Haunted Mansion Call the Spirits, also by Prospero Hall and published by Funko Games. Thanos Rising by Andrew Wolf, published by The OP. Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games. Machi Kuro, by Masao Suganuma, and published by Pandasaurus Games. King of Tokyo, by Richard Garfield and Aiello Games. Five Minute Marvel, by Connor Reed and Spin Master. Spirits of the Wild, by Nick Hayes, and published by Mattel. And then Hogwarts Battle, Defense Against the Dark Arts, uh, by Kami Mendel and Andrew Wolf, and published by the OP. We love the OP. We do, and I'm. This is like a good mix of games because the first kind of ranking we did, where like a lot of the games that I had in my collection for a good amount of time. These, a lot of these games are kind of. A lot of them were planned. Yeah, we planned them out, and I, I looking at them, it's a it good t- amount of games that I bought for the podcast. Which again, if you follow our history, the point of the podcast was to be. <laughs> play the games I have and purge some of the games. Yeah. And uh, this list was tough. The, I felt season one was a little bit easier to mm-hmm. curate this list and, and rank them where I actually found this one to be a little bit harder. Um, yeah. I had the same kind of idea. I'm, I'm curious how much crossover yeah. we're going to have. Cause the first, the last list we did, we was were pretty honest. similar. Yeah. Like yeah. right there. One and one with it. Um, so I'm going to start okay. with my number 10 which I have as Machi Koro. I also have it, Machi Koro. That one I knew. So yeah. Machi Koro was just a very whatever game. I, I think it's a good game, but on this list of 10 games, it's just very whatever. That was a very good family game. I felt like that was very good. I was very bored and could mm-hmm. not wait till it was over. Um, I was also getting my butt kicked, so that didn't help. Um, but that aside, you just talking gameplay and des- the design was very cute. I-, I thought it was very cute, but I think it's a good family table game. Uh, but for me, it just out of all these other games we played, it just doesn't match up. Yeah. And this is going by base Machi Kuro, uh, the original version from I forget what year. And I know the expansions are supposed to like work on a lot of the things that we didn't like. And then they even have like a five-year anniversary edition that's out now that mixes a lot of cards in 
Um, it's not a game that I care about to get expansions. It's not a game that I'll want to rebuy. This game actually might be purged out of my collection just because I, I think it's just, it's just a, what, a very whatever game. There's games that do what this game does better. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. All right. That's the one I knew you yeah. and I were going to agree on. I knew Machikura was going to be on the bottom of our list. Mm-hmm. I, I right, think... I do think the rest of this list might be a little bit different. Uh, but number nine for me might be a little bit of a surprise uh, just due to the nature of, of me. Uh, but Haunted Mansion, Call to the Spirits, that for me was number nine. Is that the same for you or you have different? Nope. Okay. It's close, but not the same. So for me, so it just – it took me a little bit. I actually had to go back and listen to the episode because it, it didn't really imprint on my mind. I had to really think about the game. I mean, it was a long time ago. Um, but I remember other games we played prior to that as well. Um, and it's a game you gave to me when we were done and it hasn't left my closet since. Um, mm-hmm. I think the art was really cool. The gameplay style of the turning the table was cool. Uh, but again, there's just better games that we played. And um, I think for the price point on the game too, it's good. Mm-hmm. But I, it's, it's a Funko game, right? Yeah. And I think their games leave a little bit to be desired from what i have played so far and for mm-hmm. that reason i i just have a number nine okay um at my number nine i have five minute marvel and my reasoning is it's just it's just like a such a barely a game like i yeah. don't that's the best way to explain it mm-hmm. like it's a great filler activity and game but it's not a game that on this list i'm like dying to play again it's, this is a game where I just go, hey, like we have five minutes. Power Like, let's just play something real quick. Yeah. Again, great game. It's just on this list. It's just at the bottom just for that reasoning. I get that. I get that. So those are our number nines. So my number eight is Five Minute Marvel. Okay. Basically, everything you just said, it's not that much of a game. It's more of a palate cleanser. Um, it's a really fun time. It's a good party game when, and it's very, very easy to learn and it's quick. And I just liked it a little bit more than I liked Haunted Mansion. Actually, I think I liked it a lot more than I liked the Haunted Mansion game because I would want to play that again. Um, so for that reason, I have it at number eight. Okay. My number eight is Haunted Mansion. Call the Spirit. <laughs> uh, I forgot I gave it to you. <laughs> that's, that's how much... I haven't thought about this game since we kind of played it. And I did really enjoy this game. I do. I think the production's great. Again, Prospero Hall, we, we always praise them. They do a great job. It's just, again, where my collection, I have a lot of set collection games and games that do very similar things. So it just didn't need to be in my collection, clearly, because I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about playing it again. Um, the IP of it was cool. Um, yeah it's a great game like it really is it's funko did a good job but the art is great the the mechanic of the spinning middle room is great it's just if in my collection i just have very similar card collecting games mm -hmm. that this one just didn't fill the itch that if i want to play a a card collection game this one would be the one i pull out that's fair i think that's very fair like i kind of just said all right, so my number seven is the Golden Ticket Game. Wow. Yeah, um, I do like this game a lot. So price point, everything we kind of talked about, components, it was like $20. I think it's a great game, but again, it's not a game that I've pulled out. 
kind of since we played it. I played it with you. I played it with my wife. And I, I feel did like play you've with, played I, it a bunch of times. I played it like a lot within those couple weeks. Okay. <laughs> like when I first got it, you and I played it. I played it with my wife a couple times. I played it with my nephew. And then it just kind of fizzled out. Like it wasn't a game that held my attention for that long. Okay. And that's why I kind of dropped. I, I mean, I would play it again. But the like... games I have ahead of it just kind of annihilate it in terms okay. of like gameplay. Wow. Okay. It's a great game. It's just that's where it falls on this list. I mean, it got your money's worth. It was cheap, 20 bucks, oh, yeah, great production value. Yeah. It's a, it is a great game. Again, like all these games are, except for Machikura. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just lies where it lies. Not about that. Uh, my number seven is King of Tokyo. I like this game a lot. And uh, Brian just died a little bit. Um, I like this game a lot. I thought this game was actually super cool. Um, the design, the production value, the ease, the dice were so, so cool. Mm-hmm. However, there's just, I like a couple of the other games more. Um, yeah. This is very easily a game I would play again. I, we played it three times, I think, mm-hmm. uh, the first time we played it, because I liked it that much. And it's a game that I would consider adding to my own collection. Um, one because it was a lot of fun, but it would be easy to teach my wife, and so she could play with me. Yeah, even and though like she... I said, the, the expansions for the game make it even better, and I think that's something down the road we should we definitely do that. Um, maybe even just the next game day, pull this out again so we could play because yeah. I love the character. I had like the pumpkin jack, whatever, it was a yeah. pumpkin head, and I pumpkin thought he was so, so dang cool, man, and mm-hmm. um. You know, maybe at the end, I might regret where I put this, but right now, it's just, when I made my list, this is how I felt, and yeah. um, I really, really highly regard this game, though. Um, it was created by the, uh, Richard, Garfield. Yeah, Richard Garfield, yeah. Um, he makes good stuff. Yep. So, but for that reason, I have it at number seven. All right. My number six is uh, Hogwarts Battle Defense Against the Dark Arts. That's um, mine. Yeah, it was just you and I have probably different like reasonings behind it. Mine is just like I said, I have the big box. And so if, again, if I want to fill the itch, I'll play that one. But I didn't want to put this game low because I do enjoy it. Like it just it this list was tough. I really had a hard time where to put the next top five, especially. I sat for a while and really had to like think about it. Like you said, I kind of listened to other episodes, the episodes before, and kind of like got our ideas at the time and uh i had a hard time so this one i had a really hard time with because again i love the gameplay i love the theme but it just doesn't scratch the itch that the other game would which is unfair because we're only supposed to be in these top 10 like it's only supposed to be but it's just well we played we played a lot of really great games this season Mm -hmm. um but hogwarts harry potter whatever defense against the dark arts battle whatever the heck it's called mm-hmm. uh i also have that at number six for all the reasons you said i haven't gotten a chance to taste the big box yet mm-hmm. um i'm excited to because i really enjoyed this game i enjoyed the take that mechanic of it where you know you're playing it and learning how to deck build this was as we said in our episode i played this game prior and this was the first deck builder i've ever played um and i really really enjoyed it all the cards are themed so you know it has a cool theming to it the the board the pieces all of it just it feels very harry potter um Mm -hmm. and i loved it i really did so for that reason number six and also that was 
one of our more fun episodes that we did too. I, I feel like yeah. that was a really good episode. Um, yeah, I was a little, little buzzed on that one. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but it has a special place in my heart for that yeah. reason. And in my heart, because it was our couple's month of February. And yeah. uh, so, uh, yeah, number six was Harry Potter battle. That's like I say the whole name. Harry, Harry Potter, Potter, Hogwarts, Hogwarts battle, battle, defense against, against the dark, the dark arts. arts. There you go. What an unnecessary mouthful. It's funny. I have it as Hogwarts on my paper. I have it at Hogwarts Battle Dada. <laughs> well, that's what yeah, defense yeah, defense against the dark arts. Uh, I just um, have HP battle. <laughs> number five. My number five is King of Tokyo. Okay. All right. Not yeah, too too much different five. than my, not too too much different than mine. Yeah. And uh again, it's only because the games ahead of it I just enjoy so much. But I do love king of tokyo it was probably one of the first games i bought when i came into the hobby and it's a game that it's it's one of my gateway games if someone wants to play a game i pull this out real quick because it is just a quick setup it's a quick teach a quick dice roll yeah uh you could play if you want to battle you could play the cards so it's a very like depending on how the person wants to play and it's just a quick teach quick play game yeah, we learned it in like I feel like five minutes, and it's yeah. a definition of a gateway game um, mm-hmm. that it's oozes Yahtzee. steam. It's, yeah, yeah, it's Yahtzee. I do love Yahtzee. With monsters. I mean, and everyone, almost everyone knows Yahtzee, even if you're not like a a hardcore like board game or a tabletop gamer. So yeah, so that's where it is for me. Number five. I think you. I don't know how you're going to react to this, so you might want to okay. strap in. Number five, I have Wingspan. Okay, that's fine. All right, I didn't know because I know you you regarded that game pretty highly when we were playing it. Um, so when I it's funny, I'll talk about it when I get the wingspan. But yeah, tell me. <laughs> so I have wingspan where it's at because of theming for a couple other reasons. You know, I for just this is my preference of what we've mm-hmm. played. I'd rather play things. I haven't thought about that game since we played it. Uh, okay. So when we were done, I was done. But I thought it was really cool. I was surprised how much I liked it because I remember we sat down and I was like, what the duck, man? This is, um, I don't know, I want to play a bird game. And it ended up being really cool. And I enjoyed the mechanic of shoveling cards underneath and and building up the strength or the points or whatever. And the little pieces that came with it. I really enjoyed literally everything about this game. The app where you were scaring the crap out of me with the birds. Um, Bird sounds but these other games that we played specifically i think if we did five this would be number one obviously because of how how it's ranked but we just played four other games that i just really really enjoyed and want to play again and this one i if you pulled it out i would play it wouldn't be like a betrayal on the house of the hill situation but it would be like ah we have so many better games but that being said i would definitely play it again revisit it um and the mechanics are cool so but for all that that is why I have it at number five. Yeah, I'm surprised those mechanics haven't been like reused for something else because mm. I could see the bird theme kind of turning people where that is exciting for some people because it is such a fresh yeah. idea in board gaming. But also you would look at the cover and just be like, oh, birds, like great. So <laughs> I'm curious that they haven't taken that mechanic that I know of and applied it. Surprise Marvel. Surprise they slapped the Marvel IP on it. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, like a Marvel or like a Disney, like a thing for sure. I'm Um, sure. Next couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. Um, But for that reason, that's why it's my number five. Yeah. 
that's that's fair i'll take it um, um, my number four is thanos rising okay yeah, great. it's a great game we have we've played that game i think together the most i think that mm-hmm. villainous have been our most played game outside uh, definitely, of definitely definitely thanos rising yeah probably villainous i feel like the last couple of times we've gotten together to not record villainous has just stayed on the shelf because we've played it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely agree this a hundred percent. Cause when we get together with our friends, they all want to play it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Thanos rising is just, it's a really good game. I like all the rising kind of mechanics that they kind of made. There's a star Wars one, the SpongeBob one, they just announced avatar last airbender. So it's a good mechanic that you can kind of slap the theme on. But the theming also works for each game because in this one, you got to stop Thanos from getting all the Infinity Gems. And when he gets the Infinity Gems, it does some. So it's not as super pasted on theme. Like you feel like you're stopping Thanos. If he gets the Time Gem, he's rolling twice. Like he's kind of controlling his dice more. And it's mm-hmm. it's a good, I love a good dice chucker. I love heavy dice, and that's what the game has. So, like, rolling his dice and kind of collecting the Marvel heroes that you want to have. Uh, there's a lot of cooperation, a lot of talk with the other players, which is always a plus for me whenever I, you play a type of game like this that we do have to talk. It's not, yeah, like, a lot of quarterbacking or kind of doing something on your own. You have to be like, all right, I'm going to go after this guy. Who's going to back me up with this? And I, I think it's a great game. I think it's a very well-done game that we – don't win 100% of the time, which also makes it fun. Our win-loss ratio is insane, where um, we've won legit like three times out of eight. Yeah. More recently, we have been winning, but it's I agree. Um, but that, however, is not my number four. My number four is Horrified Universal Monsters. Okay. The top four were really hard to put in place. I, I, the Two, three, and four were hard to put in place. But this one, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I think we would have played it multiple times if we had the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the theming was fantastic. The the layout of the board, the minifigs, the, the cards where you got to get your objective, like all of that was super thematic. Um, and I talked on the episode that I am not the biggest monster fan, but the aesthetic of the of the monsters is something I've always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always found them super cool. I've never really seen all of their movies, but th- the monsters themselves are super cool. And that's why I'm excited for the, the, the second game. Um, mm-hmm. The American, whatever it's yeah, called. American legends or cryptids, whatever they are. Yeah. Where it's yeah. a Bigfoot and uh, mm-hmm. Jersey devil, which is great. I have it. I played it. Yeah. And yes. it's, it's just as fun, if not as fun as this version. Can you so mix and match, or is it just you have to play them separately? I don't think so. Not cohesively. I'm sure there's at this point there's rules somewhere that you can. But yeah, so I, I really look forward to playing this again. I hope we we get the time in our next game day to actually play this. Okay. Um, but yeah, for that reason, I loved it. I thought it, I thought it was great. Great price yeah. point. Um, is it? This isn't a Funko game, is it? This was a. Is it Ravensburger? Ravensburger. Oh, of course. Yep. Cross barrel off Ravensburger. Yeah, the best of the best. Before they jump ship to Funko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is not a slight on the game. I just, I really enjoyed it. But mm. one, two, and three, I enjoyed more. All right. My number three is Wingspan, which is, uh, it's interesting because when we played it originally, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the mechanic. I enjoyed 
the different theme. Um, but I wasn't like super like keen on it, like the community kind of is. Like wings, people love Wingspan. Like it's just like if you're in a community of board gaming, it's just like that's a game that everyone talks about, everyone loves. Um, after you and I played, I really kept thinking about this game because there are so many cards and there's so many different like mechanics and things that you and I didn't even see. Um, so I played with my wife and she didn't love it. Um, but she played it with she, you. But she, again, like she kind of was like, oh, like it's a neat idea. Like she saw the gears kind of turn into what you can do, but it's just not her type of game, which is fair. But even she was just like, oh, this is a really interesting game. Like it's just a really cool like idea for a game and how it worked. I did buy the app for the Switch. So I played <laughs> the computer because I do have that itch. There is a solo mode, but it's just like, it's too much setting out, break it down, I'm lazy. So I've been playing on the Switch and it's, I've slowed down for sure. I've kind of burned out on it. Um, but it's that's why it's a top three. Like it, it's a game that grew on me a lot more than yeah. when we initially played it. And I'm sure it would have that effect on me too because I, I, I enjoyed it all. Um, the fact that they made me interested in a bird game mm-hmm. is a testament to the the craft of the game. And also, I, I know you hated it, but I liked that little bird feeder thing, the, the birdhouse. Oh, the, the dice tower thing? Yeah, I liked that. I thought it was cool. It's fine. <laughs> I knew you really enjoyed it. Like, not from our initial, but like from you playing it again. And we, we yeah. talked about it. So I did. I'm not surprised. It's number three for you. It was tough, though. The top three were tough because I, I, they kind of bounced around for me a lot. Yeah, I, I had my list and then I was like, nah, maybe not. And then things <laughs> move. Except for Machikura, always number 10. <laughs> <laughs> my number three was the Golden Ticket game. Oh, okay. I love that game. I thought it was great. I even almost bought it for myself. I love the theming of it. A lot of the things that you said that you really like too. I feel the same way. The, the aesthetic of it, the candy boxes with the Golden Ticket, all of that. It oozed theme, as we say. Mm-hmm. I, and, and, um, the, the, the little pieces and being able to flip it to make it harder. That was a game that we played that I was very happy. We played it like three times in a game that I've wanted to revisit since. And so for that reason, it's number, it's number three. And also okay. I just love, I've always loved the Willy Wonka franchise, like with the yeah. books and stuff. Interesting. That's a, that's a interesting, but again, like you and I have such different. It, interesting that it was that low that yeah on your list that's yeah like that yeah. high whatever yeah yeah, yeah. how crazy yeah it's just yeah it's interesting that i had it at seven you have it at three yeah i had it really? i had it high man i liked it compared yeah. to this other games and i liked too that it was it was simple and that's what yeah. some of these games that we play with this being the gateway gamers and as we go on um i always look at it as an advantage that it is a simple game that you know you're not like okay Roll, going through the motions, rolling a dice. You're making strategic moves on where you want to go, and how you want to go about getting your chocolate bars. So it's not it's not just like a you don't pay attention game. You you do have to pay attention, and it's simple. But it it was a theme, and it's not just for the beginners. So you can play the advanced versions. Yeah, um, and replayability is through the roof. I think as well with you play with more people. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So that for a reason I have number. Th- number three um my number two is spirits of the wild okay i absolutely loved this game i want to add it to my collection 
However, it's hard to find. Um, I know my wife would. I loved the the design of the game, the ease of the game, and the social aspect of the game where me and you were, I think we played four times, mm-hmm. but we were just chit-chatting, having a great time. It's easy. Again, it's that same thing as the Wonka game where it is easy, but you also have to put thought into it and uh, be strategic about which cards you take, um, how to use the bigger cards, the effect cards or whatever with the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spirit cards. The spirit cards. You have to be strategic with that and and use it to your advantage. And I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I was really... This was one of the other the games I'm super happy you introduced to me. Mm. And All it's right. simple. It's so simple that it kind of surprises yeah. me why it's so low. But it just... It hit... Like, it just... It was a home run for me. I had yeah. nothing bad to say about it. Yeah, that game was a nice little gem. Uh, my number two is Horrified Universal Monsters. I really enjoyed the game. I think uh, it's a good solo game. It's a good game to play with other people. My wife enjoyed the game, so that always bumps it up on the list. That's a game she'll play. It's crazy I, how big of a, a bump that is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because because it means we get to play it more. Yeah, and it's like as much as uh, you're a, like a gateway to, that I'm introducing games to you, she's like even more so it's like if i could get her to play a game and like enjoy it then it has to be a good game Mm -hmm. um but i just i love uh the theme i love the mechanics i love that each monster feels so much different like they could have been kind of all the same but like having to make potions for the invisible man to find him uh what was it the werewolf had like a tracker and if you it was like something like if you had his if he had your scent he did more damage to you because yeah, yeah. like an animal and like he would chase the person with who had that icon and i know we didn't play with the frankenstein as bride but it's like a whole they have like little meters that you kind of have to navigate and like mitigate that as you're chasing them down uh the mummy is like a little puzzle memory game like it's just so many cool things in one game and mm-hmm. you can mix and match. So one time you could play with the Wolfman, you could play with the Swamp Creature, and it's just a limitless combination that you could play with, and it's different every time. Like I just, I think the game was really well designed and really fun. Like I, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why it was number uh, four for me. <laughs> so that leaves our number ones. Yep, um, yours <laughs> so mine is obviously um process of elimination is thanos rising this mm-hmm. is a game that not only brian has introduced to me but i have then gone on to introduce it to other people in my circle um you know it's my friends listeners shanks and uh, brian both love this game they want to play it they, they you know, everybody that I introduced this game to has an urge to play it again, whether it's Nikki V or Bob or Shane, even my wife likes it and mm. producer Audra. So shout out to her. And it oozes theme, man. You are taking down Thanos as much as I love, you know, Harry Potter and Disney. Marvel is my thing. And the Infinity War movies, Infinity War and Endgame are two of the best movies uh, that they've ever made and because of Thanos. And so being able to take down Thanos and, and the Infinity Gauntlet, which is such a great story in the comics mm-hmm. and uh, the thematic elements of that where he, when he does get a stone, 
you move it and it flips the board and there's a, an effect of that and all the heroes that you can add to your team or that you want to take down or even sacrifice, I guess, in some aspects um, and getting to be Dr. Strange and collect my team is just something that that's what I want out of a game. That's not a game. That's not necessarily what a video game can give me. It's obviously a movie can't give me, but a comic book could, but this is what I want out of my thematic board games is to mm -hmm. feel like I'm living in the, or controlling the moments of the story that are really important to me or that I really enjoy. And Thanos rising is that. And also it's awesome. The, the cards are great. The statues great. Um, yeah. The price has, point. Has good good table presence for sure yeah the dice absolutely the dice the colored dice like at one point i'm rolling like eight dice because i played the cards right um and the price point was great it was for the price of free because it yeah. was a gift from brian and that's and the game a, and it was a gift from the op to yeah. me so. <laughs> thank you op um but that's a game that i have played that i've played that game the most i think mm. definitely solo villainous probably edges it out but like with people, that's the game I played the most. And it's one that I, it's what this community is where you introduce a game to me and then I'm able to go and introduce it to other people who don't board game, who don't mm -hmm. typically have any interest in playing board games. And then I get told, well, you can't come over without bringing Thanos rising and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So for and all then, those reasons. And then you slowly, oh, how about this game? And then <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you start. So I'm going to start uh, uh, trying to do that. But it is also, it's not an easy game. Uh, I've lost to Thanos so many times, and it just mm. has that urge to really, you want to go and beat him. So for yeah. all of those reasons, to me, that's like the best feeling about playing board games is having that feeling um, and, and enjoyment and, and bonding over it mm. and uh, getting to spend time with your, your friends and family playing it. So for that reason, specifically, I pick Thanos Rising. That is your number one. You were very excited. Oh, yeah. Talking about that game. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> earned your number one. <laughs> um, so my number one, Spirits of the Wild. I love this game. And even I'm do. shocked that it's my number one. I have to say, I am really shocked that this is number one for you. Yeah. Of, of these 10 games, this is the game that I think I would pull out first. For like a two-player, obviously, because it's only two yeah, players. Yeah, it's only two-player. There's that caveat, but my wife loves it. I love it. Everyone I've introduced to this game has had the same reaction of like, let's play again immediately. And it's even after that, it's let's play again because it's, as you said, it's quick. It is super easy. And it's like a little puzzle. Like it's a game, but it's also like a puzzle that you're playing with yourself against mm -hmm. someone else. Um, we also left out the awesome part of the grab bag, like the grab bag. We yeah, just pick the time. It's it's cool. It's a it's very random, cool aspect. It's always gonna be a random game. Uh the end game of the clear gems coming out is such like a random like countdown to the end because you have to plan around that. Because when I played recently with Preston, we played this game. I three of the gems came out like immediately. Mm. So I was like, oh man, we're almost at the end already. Like it was beginning of the game, three gems kind of were out. So I was like, I can't do this row that I normally do. So I'm going to navigate this row instead. And it's just like, those type of things are what make that game so great. And it's just a well-themed game, a well, perfect price point. I think it was like 20 bucks. It's super hard to find now, but if you ever come across a cheap, grab it because it is a really well done game. Like it's just, 
uh, it's a it surprised me when we bought it how much I loved it. And like I said, when I sat down to do this list and it was just creeping up to that top <laughs> spot. And it wasn't even like like the top five are hard, but I think Spirits of the Wild was always gonna be like number one or two. Yeah. I mean like it was it number just, two for me. Yeah, like horrified is good, but Spirits of the Wild just ekes it out on how much on I a different enjoy this game. Yeah, it's all about your enjoyment and they're very different games, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's what you enjoy more. Yep. So, so that's it. So my top 10 was Machikoro, 5-Minute Marvel, Haunted Mansion, Call of the Spirits, Golden Ticket Game, Hogwarts Battle, Defense Against the Dark Arts, King of Tokyo, Thanos Rising, Wingspan, Horrified Universal Monsters, and Spirits of the Wild. On a bad list, my friend. Mine is Machikoro, number 10. Number 9, Haunted Mansion, Call of the Spirits. Number eight, Five Minute Marvel. Number seven, King of Tokyo. Number six, Harry Potter, Hogwarts Battle, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Number five, Wingspan. Number four, Horrified, Universal Monsters. Number three, Golden Ticket. Number two, Spirits of the Wild. And number one, Thanos Rising. That is a wild, like, ten games that we played. Like, Isn't I feel it? like they're so all over the place. It's a wide range of, of different topics and mm-hmm. interests, but that's why season two was great. Yep. Season three um, is going to be interesting and even better. So we might as well just talk about now. So this is a major that. announcement, people. Yeah, this We're, is a big this is, deal. This is our season two end credit teaser of what season three is going to be about, what we're leading yeah. to. Um, something so, we've been kind of planning it for a while now so it's definitely a big so deal we are going to be taking a leave of absence for one in month may. yeah in may for one month but just like every season in between we're going to give you a little bit of something uh in in between uh obviously it's not going to be here and, and then june or whatever but we will be taking a leave of absence and we'll let you know when that happens but it's because we got something really really great on the horizon so, without further ado, Brian, would you like to share with the audience what season three will be? So, for the summer, we are doing what we are officially calling the Gateway Gamers Blockbuster Summer. Yes, sir. Yes, sirree. So, uh, we're changing, ev- changing everything up. Uh, we're excited over here. It's going to be a jam-packed Blockbuster Summer. I'm ready to go, man. All right, so what does that entail? Uh, So what that entails is that we will be playing exclusively games based off of movie properties, whether that be, I don't know, Harry Potter. Don't tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them. Beep, 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 beep. We're not teasing it yet. If you walk up the aisle of Target, you could probably figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Just grab 10 of the games off the shelf and be like, oh, they're covering this. Um, Yeah, we don't want to say we're doing yet, but you if you're a gamer you have an idea of what we could do mm-hmm. um but we're going to be doing something different where we're going to have our friday episodes of us talking about the game or could be multiple days of talking about a game and then our plan is probably that monday releasing an episode where we talk about the movie yep. and either kind of talk about the movie and how it's integrated with the game like how well they did kind of oozing the theme of the game with the movie 
Um, and we also kind of plan on bringing some friends with us. So we've yep. started reaching out to some other podcasters that we enjoy. Uh, we're still working on reaching out to other people, um, working on the contracts. Uh, Big money involved here. Non-dis- like every, non-disclosures. Just like uh, any uh, summer blockbuster, big contract, yeah. big budgets. So, Waiting to hear back from Spielberg's people, trying to get him on. Yeah, so that's kind of the plan. Um, I'm super excited. We have some really fun ideas planned. None of them will probably happen. and <laughs> It'll <laughs> and, probably all fall apart, but we, uh, I'm ready because we've been planning it for a while. We have some really great ideas. We're bringing along some really great people. And it's just going to be fun because that's what, what we want to do is just have fun. Yeah. Um, so like I said, we will, we're going to have a couple episodes, uh, obviously before that begins. So it'll be just a continuation of season two. Maybe it'll be season three and then season four will just be blockbuster summer. I don't know how to, in terms of, uh, seasoning, Editing, yeah. it would be, but, um, we're going to have a couple, I think maybe three episodes. I, I think will be how it unfolds. Um, but yeah, and, yeah there's an end of March to April and then, then we're going to take the month of May off. Mm. Um, and like I said, we'll let you know. I know typically in Hollywood, May is the start of the blockbuster summer, but we need the gateway in the gateway gamers. Uh, it starts in June. That's right. Uh, so just bear with us during that time. Maybe we'll throw up, uh, you know, we might come up in. Yeah. Yeah. We might, we might re-release something. We might do a mini episode. Uh, but just as a heads up, if we're going for the month of May, that is why, but yeah, it's something we're super excited to get going and share with everybody. You know, we, from listening to this podcast, we're huge movie fans and this will also give me an opportunity to maybe watch some classic movies I haven't seen. A couple of movies you haven't seen, which also I'm excited for because it'll be my nostalgia. What is it? What's that called? Like a red tinted glasses of some of these movies. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be rose colored. Rose 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 colored. Yes. So it'll be kind of interesting. It's almost like I'm gateway moving you. Into- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then there'll also be some, you know, ones that we're both familiar with mm-hmm. as well. And the, the audience will be. Um, so it, it's exciting. And we're, we're really ready to, to make our break in, in Hollywood. We're actually moving to the West Coast, specifically to the summer, just to uh- do this. That's what May. Yeah, that's why we need May off. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta move everything, all the podcast equipment out there, um, <laughs> all our board games. <laughs> uh, but that's our big news, and you know, we hope you're excited as as we are, and we, we hope you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. So, uh, before we go, just want to plug our Redbubble store uh, that's in the show notes. You'll see our logos. It might just be our logo. It might be like a hat or something. If you click into the hat, there's a variety of other options that you can get of our logo whether it's a sticker a magnet there's a a hundred different options uh for you to own some gateway gamers merchandise you know get a sticker throw it on your favorite copy book your your laptop your water bottle or a magnet on your fridge or your car i mean it goes a long way it spreads the awareness about the pod and shows that you're a, a a gamer a gateway i don't know what a gateway gamer a name yet yeah <laughs> yeah we may have a new logo for the summer that's oh no we're definitely gonna works. have a new lo- we're definitely gonna have a new logo so that's definitely uh, specifically for the summer yeah yeah but um just thank you again we've knocked down another 10 plus games it's crazy that again we're coming up to a year yeah and it's been awesome like i it's not work like no. it, it thinks it getting together around 
work and everything else is the bad part but well like anything else scheduling is just always a pain yeah. in the butt but when we're, when we're together it's worth it and it's fun yeah yeah no, um, it, 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 exactly. me too sir all right well thank you everyone for listening and for being with us for this long if this is your first time go back and listen to the previous episodes they're all just as good as this if not better absolutely or worse depending on how you feel but thank you again so much to everyone who does listen and we'll continue with us into the summer beyond. Yep. See you then. Bye. Steven Spielberg. Oh, there. Oh, he's here. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, <laughs> RP, cut that. Cut that. That's, that's just, that, was a, that was a joke just for you. <laughs> that was for our Sunny fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs>